However, this is a training, this is a train of space. This is space holder space. So officially, officially, thank you. Officially on the paper, Vera, Tristan, and I are the space holder for this race club space holder training. However, the name indicates that each and every one of you are a space holder already. Whether that's your self image or whether it's not. If it's not, this is also an opportunity for you to be here and to heal whatever the blocks are in you about how come you don't have your self image as a space holder already. Because if you have found yourself here into this space is that you have done many steps from the, the marshmallow zone of modern culture, the marshmallow zone of your own box to the edge of something else is possible, something else can happen. Vera and Tristan, can you let the people in? So thank you. Yes. Yes. And if you, if in that journey, somehow you have not shifted your self image, your identity as a space holder, then it is time. I am starting here. I, I sort of want this, the Vera, Tristan and I to introduce ourselves. So my name is and Chloe Destremo. I'm speaking now from La Gomera, which is in the Canary Islands. It is supposed to be Spanish territory. Um, I don't consider it Spanish territory, but whatever. And my purpose that I'm here is I'm, I have pain, which I mean I have anger and I have a lot of fear and I have a lot of sadness about the lack of space holders for next culture, the lack of space holders for extraordinary space and archetypal space and initiatory spaces and spaces of vulnerability, of authenticity, of connection, of true rage, of true commitment, of spaces where people learn how to take a stand. I mean, I think all of that is something that we could have learned in school could have learned this in school. Actually, school should be about that or could be about that. How to find what are we here for and how are we gonna hold space for it and what are the skills that we need? And I'm in a way such in pain for it is that this training was supposed to be limited for 21 people and there we are at 27 or 28 because I just, I want it to happen. And I, I think from, I know some of you, I've met some of you physically, I've met some of you online, is that I'm, I'm counting on us or asking us to hold space for each other at the level that we wanna hold space, at the level that is possible for us to hold space and at the level that maybe we wish, like there is a hope that that is the space that we, can happen around us. So Joanna, hello. Hello, Lisa. 
Yes, Joanna Yu. I noticed that you were about four or five minutes late into the space. And so you missed the point where I said that we've agreed was very interesting. And I would ask your agreement, actually, not really asking. I'm just asking that you've heard us that after five o'clock this time, so after sharp uh, five o'clock, what, whatever time it is at your place, that I will not let people in. And I really have no problem doing that. It pains me because there's so much gold and so much food and so much practice possible in this space that because your gremlin uh, you know, got took over your life some emotional fear that you couldn't notice decided for you to be late, then you're gonna miss out. So, but the agreement is after five o'clock, I won't let anybody in or whoever's in charge of the commands, whether it's Vera or Tristan. So does everybody heard me? Can I have a like thumbs up or hand up or? Yes. Great. Okay, Vera, yeah. Thank you, and Chloe. I am Vera, and I am calling from actually Pasavilica, a nomadic nano nation, contexted in radical responsibility, and in a space that most people on the planet call Miami, but I don't call it Miami where I am right now. And it's because I am committed to the, the transformation that can happen, that can happen in every single human being to to, to let their, their, their being shine, their, the, the, the greater part of themselves that wants to really be, that, that wants to shine in this world to shine through. And, and not the, uh, the defenses, the, the, the habits, the neurosis. So I, I take that stand to, to space hold so that more people can then do it for others. So that there's more than 200 rage clubs happening all over the world so that people can take their authority back to create their own context, their own nano nation, so that they don't have to be in Miami or in Brazil or uh, in Barcelona or wherever they are. They can be in the, in the culture that they decide to be and to create. This is why I'm in this training and I'm committing to you to unfold into the space holder that you can be. And I want to extend this, this crisp clarity of presence and punctuality that is not just about time. It's about arriving on time and being present so that there's, there's ways that the, the gremlin can still technically be here on time and you are vacant. So I'm, I'm speaking, for example, if you need to adjust your computer and your screen and your things, and you know that the internet connection is not the best or make 
sure you arrange the circumstances around you so that when you arrive, you have your video on. You have your video on, you have your computer set and you don't spend the first five, six, seven minutes rearranging everything. This is another level of practice of presence and clarity and punctuality. And I'd like to know if you've heard that because this is another practice of agreement. Hands up if you heard it. Okay, thank you. Tristan, you go. My name is Tristan and I live in Aotearoa in New Zealand and I I took my authority back to to call New Zealand Aotearoa which is which is another one of its names and one that's not used so often but when I found out the story behind New Zealand and how um how it was named after a Dutch country called Zealand and they just found another land in the sea and call it a new Sealand when they when they got here. It's like I can't believe that this this country we live in, we still call it this name is for me totally unbelievable. So I live I live on this land, this this amazing land called Aotearoa. And here I I'm committed to building a community and a culture of, of conscious anger in the in the community where I live. And I I I, I love to live in a, in a village where people are connected to this archetype of the warrior to hold space, to hold space for themselves and to hold space for the other feelings, to feel other feelings consciously and and to meet each other in this in this spirit, this warrior spirit. And so my commitment to be here is for me this is really a box expanding step to go on the on this another another layer of holding space for rage club space holders so i i did the the rage club space holder training the last round and now i'm here to to take another step and i can already feel my my being expanding and my box kind of <laughs> liquefying and crumbling just seeing all your faces and I'm glad to be here and go liquid with you all. Thank you. Thank you, Tristan. There's a few logistics. One of the logistics, just because I see it, I see people who are muted. Unless you have really a loud sound behind you, I would ask you to unmute yourself as a way of hearing yourself breathe, because this online environment is so inhumane, like not humane. So let's try to make it as, um, like we're sitting in a circle here together as possible. That's one thing. The other thing, this will be, this, the live session will be two and a half hours. Uh, some people I know, for example, Tristan needs to go, he has another space opening right afterwards. Vera and I, if that's okay, we'll stick around a little bit afterwards if there's any questions or comments or um, need for just a space to breathe in before going back into your, into your home. I'll be staying around for 10 minutes as well. Okay, thank you. 
Is there any other logistical considerations? This is fantastic. Vera, you're, you're gonna- Yes, I, I have something, which is as a, a piece of logistics as you are training your space holding skills. As a, as a space holder, you need to have some basics with you that we also, we also tell the trainers also in the trainer path, which is another game room to have with you um, a stopwatch or a wristwatch for your, so there's a series of things that you, you require to have for space holding when you're holding space for other people and you're doing exercises and it's having a watch or a stopwatch that you can count time being centered. Actually, that is the first one to be centered, to practice being centered wherever you go, being centered, having your grounding cord, your personal bubble of space, golden cube of your working space. We will talk about it more. Having your beep book, your notebook, where you write your experiences, your feedback, your goes and your beeps, your bright principles to distill and because this is the space holding is about letting your bright principles shine into the space and do the work. Know your gremlin, have your gremlin name and him on him or her on a leash at your side. If you don't have any of these things, there's a part of you that is going to be sabotaged. The, the, the space will not be clear and transformational. If you miss any of these items, So this is also part of logistics of being here. And if you are space holding for other people, that's it. Okay. So, I mean, today, this is wh where we want to go in terms of, in, in terms of space holding and of space. What does it mean? What does it mean space and what does it mean to space hold is such a it is a word that if you've lived in the culture of possibility management or maybe another culture i don't know so much it is a word that we use a lot and but when i type it in my computer it says it like underlines it red like it doesn't know it so it is something that it, space holding is a word from extra, an extraordinary space it is a word from next culture we don't use that word, like modern culture does not use that word. It doesn't actually know the experiential distinction. So holding space is an experiential distinction and not a concept. And it, it is this, as, as a trainer, as somebody who will, who will be in a space, navigate, create transformation, healing or initiation, the main thing that you're doing is holding space. So we're starting here, but basically this will be the main conversation for the next four weeks. And we'll go into the layers and the dimension of holding space and um, like what is it? like setting context, but we're not even gonna go here today because if you, if you can't distinguish a space, then there's no way you can notice what the context of the space is. And therefore you cannot even set the context or navigate a context. So we start with the basis, but then if I can name a few dimension is 
of, of space holding, Vera started mentioning it, you know, center grounding cord, bubble, gremlin at the side, having a sort of clarity, being, uh, having a being to being connection, being connected with the space, having your inner and outer resources turned on so that this, the, you, you can say and move the space in the way that it wants. And so when you are doing the wanting as the space holder, you might notice that, you might have already noticed it. When you do the wanting, a lot of the time, it's not you as, you know, Ronja or Phyllis or Scott or whatever. It's not you personally who wants that. It is the space. But the thing is, if you can't say what you want as, you know, Ronja, Phyllis or Scott, if you, you cannot say what you want, then you won't be, have the ability of saying what the space wants. So we're, we're starting with the basics. And, and I kind of, I'm, I'm gonna move around and like go into different territory. It is not a full week, two and a half hour Rage Club space holder training that will teach you how to be a Rage Club space holder. It won't be it. Like I wish it was and I wish I could say that I I'm so legend making and Vera is so excellent and Tristan is so compelling that here you would be after four weeks of Rage Club space holder training and we would throw you in a Rage Club and you would be able to, to hold space and, 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 and rock it on and fly on. I mean, that's the wish. From my experience is the space that you can hold depends on the matrix that you've built. And the matrix that you've built depends on the, your practice to go at your edge. Yeah, you can only build matrix. The matrix is the thing in your being that holds consciousness. Matrix is the thing in you that you can make experiential distinction. It is the thing that makes experiential distinction. So for example, the, one of the first distinction that is provided in a, in a rage club, for example, is there are four feelings. Okay, most people who will come into your rage club do not have that level of matrix. They cannot take responsibility for having four feeling. They cannot take responsibility for the distinction between their feeling and their emotion. And they, they cannot even distinguish them in themselves as an experience. So the, the, the context, the, the quality of your space holding depends on the matrix that you built. Building matrix, there's many, many ways to build matrix. And you, how can I say that? You cannot think about building matrix. You cannot think about it. You cannot understand it. You cannot in a way, even read about it, um, you, you have to experiment. Vera, you wanna add something? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, so building matrix happens in practicing something, something new, something that you're not good at, something that you are not totally competent about, and it's in that tension. So some of you know about sitting practice or a meditation, there's this discomfort you know, in the beginning of a practice, it's really uncomfortable, it can be really uncomfortable to sit down and to stay for 20 minutes, 35 minutes. 
And, and, and in, it's in this tension, it's in this tension of not doing it well, that the major, this discomfort for the box, for the familiar, for this marshmallow zone, that the matrix is built. You commit to more than your comfort. This is how the, the, the matrix is built. And it can be in many experiments. It could be in participation in, in uh, transformational spaces, but it, it happens like Chloe said, at the edge of your box, at the edge of your comfort. It does not happen in a safe, cozy, yummy environment. So we will provide- and, yeah, yeah, go and as, a, as a space holder, as a space holder in the context of possibility management, your, your job is to be liquid first because the space that you hold for your participants, it's, it's a liquid space. You can't really, you can't know how, how it's gonna play out in, in, the, in the next three seconds. You, you're not gonna know what's gonna happen. And in, in a rage club, the whole four week series, it's a liquid space. And, 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 and when you hold your rage club, you'll, you'll feel that. You'll feel that, that you're staying in, in that liquid space the whole time. And, and so the, the, um, the goal is, is to find that edge and stay there and be relaxed and live there. You're, you're actually uh, um, like embody, embodiment of, of being liquid and, 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 and bringing in um, so that other people can go liquid. So we will provide during, during this live session, basically we want to provide as much, it's going to be pretty fast when we're going to start taking some speed pretty fast and it's going to be feedback, 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 coaching, coaching, coaching. This is what we want to provide for you. And I think it was also, if you were in the study group last night, Clinton mentioned, if you don't have the matrix to hold the feedback and the coaching, then it then it's like a waste of time. It will just go through and you won't get it. So that's why in between the weeks, we will also provide practices and websites to read and experiments. And you have a free sale. So let me talk about the practices and experiments. And there's a way that we could say, um, you're, you're responsible enough you hear, you choose what you would want to practice. You choose your level of engagement in this space. And I don't want to do that. I will come and kick your ass. I'll be, have you done this experiment? Have you done this practice? Did you read this website? You know, have you done this emotional healing process? When are you doing this emotional healing process? I, I don't care being the bad cop. I don't care being the asshole. I'm okay really kicking your ass and um, this is a personal preference. So um, do that with each other. You know, if you want to do that with each other, because it is such a level of like, who does that? Who kicks people's ass out of love and out of necessity and out of pain and out of, because you want, you want them, you want the people around you to be the best that they can be and have the most fun where they can be. So I remember I wanted to, I, the story of Carla was in my fear club last month and one time she has the misfortune of arriving early and there was only me and, and her in the space and the first question Carla asked is how are you 
And after a five minute sort of process with Carla, the thing that came out of me was how dare you ask a question like that in this space? Like who, who can you be that you would ask a question like that? This is, and, and so that's the, that would be the level that I would ask that you regard each other is how come, you know, or, and you regard yourself, you regard yourself as an agent of transformation, as a source of your bright principle, which mine are love, possibility, clarity, transformation, empowerment. And that someone would ask me, how are you? Instead of asking me, how are you planning to have 200 Rage Club happening by the end of 2021? Okay, let's have an interesting conversation about this. So you can regard each other like this and it makes for fabulous friendship and for fabulous like co-working space. And so the other part is the free cell. We want, you need, we all need, you need to go through emotional healing processes to become space holders. You have blocks, we have blocks. We were born in modern culture. We were raised in school for 14 years. We have very old thoughtware. We have old decisions from past life, having been witches, healers, doula, whatever you were in past life and have made decisions such as, I will never use my power again. I will never be visible again. They will kill me if I do. And those decision, there's just no way around it. You can do as many practices, you can numb yourself as much as possible. It will, it will stop you to be in the space, to hold space. I can just tell, I remember wanting to create the trainer path and it failed for a year, it kept failing. And we would have meeting and people would be with their gremlin, people would be late and it was, it was just horrible. And I went to a lab and I sat in the chair and I did not know what, I did not know what I was gonna ask an emotional healing process for. But it turned out that I was, a, I created a circle of healers and somehow they knew that the inquisition would come and did not tell me. And they all ran away and were safe and, but they did not tell me, and I was the main like, space holder. I was this, whatever, I was the main space holder. And I had made a decision, I cannot trust another team of healers. They're gonna betray me, they're gonna left me in behind. And, they, and I had made all those decisions. And when I made new ones, I can do a month later, the trainer path was born. And now it's flying and it's happening in five or six countries. There's about a hundred people who are, you know, practicing like um, practicing their skills and um, village weaving for becoming possibility management trainers. So those things are powerful, and you have a number of them. It's not just one; a number of them. Forget it, Vera. Just don't let it come. Yeah, cool. Um, a woman is trying to come in half an hour later. I want to mention a few things that. I, I want to mention a, a few things that happened in the chat that I want to put on the table, not as a, I don't, it's not about stigmatizing. It's not about criticizing. 
but it is about um, growing an awareness about what's, what's going on, like subtle interactions, subtle moves. This interaction that happened between Martina and Phyllis and Jake in the beginning was, I think the, the questions I was left with is if you, when, if you are in a space that is already held as an, ex, as an extraordinary level, at a radically responsible level, extraordinary level, and your behavior is to undermine that space and to undermine that quality or to, and to uh, make stories that will create low drama when even somebody else is holding the space, it's like, how are you gonna hold that space for others? If you can hold it when somebody else is holding the space, how are you gonna hold that space and be a guardian for that thing to happen and nothing else, for the extraordinary to happen and nothing else? And this is, we, we're kind of doing a lot of talking and I hope, I, I'm I was gonna say I promise, I. I don't do promises, I promise. <laughs> I hope that in the other ones, I'll kind of shut up and we'll move into action. But I think some, some talking in the beginning is necessary. <clears throat> There's, you, are in a, you are in a space all the time. There's two kinds of spaces. Usually when modern culture talks of space, you, they talk of what is called a physical space. So you can look around you that you're already in a physical space that's probably something like rectangular or square because it is a patriarchy and buildings are made square instead of round, even if it's completely inconvenient and not like not utilizing the space at all. So even like, you know, even in the space that we are, we think in boxes, we think in squares in any case. So this is the physical space that has four walls, a ceiling and a floor. There's also an energetic space that you're in. Most often the energetic space takes the shape of the physical space, but sometimes not. For example, if you're sitting at a restaurant and you're sitting with somebody, let's say, you might have had this experience that you with this person are holding a space that is different from the table just next to you that that is a different energetic space, that they are not in your space. And that's why you're not talking to them. You're only talking to the person you're having lunch with. This is a, a start of a sense of energetic space. The thing is we are in, in energetic space all the time. An energetic space is defined by its, the context, its, its relationship to responsibility, its quality, its density, its purpose, its direction, and its speed. So you might have been in a conversation, for example, with somebody and it was very fast and then this conversation stops, the space stops and you kind of, you have to take your a breath. It's just like, wow, what, what was that? So that is the speed of an energetic space, for example. But you can also have a sense of the density. The density, you can have a sense of it, for example, when you meditate, that, that the space is more dense. 
than when you're buying groceries that you, some people can even, I mean, I've had this experience that I can even feel almost consciousness. Like it's like consciousness is something that I can even sense so, so dense it is around me. Okay, there's different things. The thing is, if you are not aware that you're in an energetic space, then you cannot take responsibility for it. If you're not aware that you're in an energetic space, then you are not taking responsibility for its context, its purpose, its direction, its density, its flavor. And therefore, and therefore the content of that space, you are also a victim of it. If you're not taking responsibility for the context and the space of it, then the context, you're also a victim of that. So this is why we're talking about space, energetic space and space holding for so long because it is everywhere. And if you cannot hold an energetic space, an extraordinary energetic space, like when you are alone, or even when you are with one person, how do you think you're gonna do that with five, six, 10, 20, 50, 100, 200 people in a tent in a festival. Mm. So this is what we're talking about. Rage Club can be designed to be offered in a festival with 200 people under a tent and it's fantastic. And there's so much energy, the, like the whole space, it feels like it's gonna blow apart. Okay, another few things that I wanted to mention. I don't know why those things are important, but it, it, they, they feel important to me. There was a sentence from Dor, who is, by the way, not here because half an hour late. He said, what time is it? Like, what time is it going to be? Like that. The, the context from which he was coming was he was playing a victim, which I was supposed to rescue him by getting what he meant by what is the what he's talking about and what is the time that he's talking about? He's giving me the responsibility to figure out what he's talking about. And I said, I'm not playing. I'm not playing mummy. I'm not going to rescue him. So this, there's so many dimension of holding space. One of them is clarity. What are you talking about? What is your purpose by saying that? We have learned in school, or I don't know, even in like social interaction to do blah, blah, where we say things that we don't mean and we actually don't even know what we're saying. Okay. In space holding, you have power. When you are a space holder, you have power. This means you have responsibility. What you are saying goes into people's system the way that you're behaving, people map onto that. So yes, space holding is fun. Yes, you know, it is a great job to have. It is fantastic to be in, in, in connection, in relationship and in empowerment in that, in that uh, way with people. But it is, it holds a lot of responsibility. So one of the things is you can start paying attention to what are you saying? How are you saying it? What is the purpose? So, you know, whatever in this group, but also in on the, on the Telegram group and also in, in, in other spaces, like in, in the other spaces that you hold. 
I'm kind of going on and on. I want to say one more thing, and then I want to give you. A, a, um, go ahead, go. Um, what we do here, you'll have practices. You need to have a practice space. You need to practice. You need to have a space where you you can practice space holding, because Vera and I interest in a pretty strong space holder and. Hmm, Anyway, you, you need your own space. So I'm gonna ask a few questions just in terms of what are, what are the kind of spaces that you have to practice. How many of you have a possibility team or a me weekly meeting where it's about experimenting and going into the unknown? Can you put your hand up? How many people are holding space for that? Or sometimes the space holder rotating? Or, okay, okay. Other people like Farida, Ronja, Joanna, Danielle, could you get yourself in Could you create a possibility team? Really, you only need two people like by the end of this week. Yes. That was Joanna. You said yes, Joanna? Yes, it was me. I okay, said yes. Ronja, I saw you move. Yes. Great. Farida. Yes. Da David says yes. We'll come back to you, Farida. Daniel. I have like, it's tough because I have space holding every morning, but not in the this way of possibility team. Like what holding space six times a week, but in a different approach or a different way. Are you speaking in your yes. space holding? Are you, are you answering questions? Mm, answering questions, speaking, doing energetic transformation work, and also presenting like last week, the four feelings, the four emotions and inviting people for experiments. Great. Yeah, great. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Great. Okay. Um, so how many of you, just to have a sense how many of you have hold space already for a work talk, like a two hour work talk workshop where it was a, like a formal paid space um, of transformation? How many people have done that already? Um, okay, about half. It is, an, yes, I have to tell. Um, Farida. Yes, I just wanted to mention I I had already possibility team, but it's years some years ago, um, and I'm doing more energetic healing at the moment, and I'm holding spaces like for that. Do you mean energetic? Is that mean there's no talking? Uh, no, it's uh, energetic healing, like. Uh, um, Aufstellung, energetic, oh God, I don't know. Constellation. 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 Work. Mm. Come on. Okay. Not in the possibility context at the moment. I, okay, I the, the think... Question, mm -hmm. Go ahead, Greg. The, the question was, was more, will you arrange two other people so that you can practice the skills so that you can practice the skills that you're going to learn here. So the question- No, at the moment, no, not. 
No. What would be in the way of that? What would be in the way of you creating a space where you can hold space for others, which is actually the purpose of this space, of this training? Um, actually, I did, after the last Rage Club, we had a team of three and we held space for each other. We did that already. So there is a team like that. Farida, it seems like you're using oh, a fault. You're using yeah, a You're using a fartware. I've heard you use it three times already in the about minute that you sp you spoke. That you said mm -hmm. I did that already. And yes. this is a fartware uh, that we have taken on from school, saying I have done history 101, math 101. I'm checked the case, and I will never do it again. The good news is it does not apply in, my, in next culture. It just does not apply in terms of space holding because the, the path of evolution has no end. It has a clear start, but it has no end. And the depth, how much we can deepen our context and build matrix and evolve just has no end. So I'm suspicious that there's an emotion in you that that is stopping, that is telling you no. And if yes. you, what is that? Which, which feeling is it? Anger, sadness, fear, or joy? Fear and anger. Can you say what the fear is about and what the anger is about? <clears throat> The anger is about I have to do, I, I should do something I don't want to do at the moment. I feel like I have to do it, otherwise I'm not worth uh, being here. And I just don't want to do it at the moment. I don't feel like doing it, a, a possibility team at the moment. Have you ever had so that? So that's, that's the anger about. The fear is... Mm, I have... A, Fear, I feel fear about clarity or come into clarity as kind of don't be too clear or something. It's certain fear like if you are too clear, this is very dangerous. Don't go there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Farida. It sounds to me like two different emotions, like that they're, they're not about the same thing. So then you can write in your beat book at the end and everybody can do that having a last page of your beat book saying my next emotional healing processes. And then you can write those two. And who is in your three cell? Uh, Daniel and Sonia. Daniel and Honya. Okay, then you, you have these people, but then you also have the whole group to go through those emotional healing processes in this week. Mm. Will, will you do them? Yes. Thank you. Okay, and a couple more questions was, how many people have already delivered introduction to Rage Club? 
two, one, two, three hours introduction to Rich Club. Okay, a couple of people in a series. Oh, yeah. In a series of Rage Club. Carla, you've delivered a series of Rage Club already. No. no I, okay, I'm talking about- I the, attended, I'm sorry, I attended. Yeah, I about holding space for it. Great, so Scott, yeah, great. Okay. Anything Vera or Tristan about any of this? Let's go into practice is my impulse. Okay. Tristan? Nothing from me. Okay. So we start with the basic, please find like the sit with, just sit on your chair and have two feet on the floor. I would ask everybody to please have a chair to sit on with your two feet on the floor. It's a way of being connected to Gaia. If you have shoes, please take them off. We, shoes are such a way of like our disconnection to the earth. And I would ask even when you are holding space online, you know, offline, physically, that's kind of like, like not even a question, but when you are online to even have uh, no shoes and if possibly no socks unless you live in the north of Sweden and it's like freezing cold and you allowed some socks, but otherwise no way. Okay. And also to when you're sitting, to stay as much as possible upright and not leaning into the back of your chair or your sofa or because you want your whole body to be an antenna to what is happening inside you and what is happening in the space. And if you're kind of laying back, there's a lot of information that you're gonna miss. I even practice staying a little bit at the edge of my seat. Great, so please close your eyes. This will be the first <clears throat> process. It will last for a, like a certain amount of time. I've just noticed in my past spaces that some people have difficulty keeping their eyes closed for a long time. I am suspicious that that would be an emotional, an emotional reaction, something emotional happening. And so please, if you have that, that you can't keep your eyes closed, write it down as an emotional healing process and go through it uh, in, the, in the coming week. <clears throat> Take a deep breath. Also have your hands like on your thighs or something that they're not crossed, like don't cross your fingers. Those are blocks to your own flow, your own feelings, your own resources, and also blocks to what is happening in the space. So this is just open body position. It is none of what we do here is a rule. I think I wrote the three rules in the chat. The rules are don't hurt yourself, don't hurt anybody else or anything else, including your computer. And we've added a rule is please don't get arrested. We need you out of prison and doing the work. Okay. So eyes closed, take a deep breath, open body position. In addition to your physical center, which is in between your hip, <clears throat> in the middle, like in between your hip, in between your back and your belly, in the middle of your physical body, at the point of gravity, like point of balance, sorry, of your physical body, this is your energy, your physical center. You also have an energetic center. 
I'm, I'm going to make little parent, like sort of little notes. What I'm saying, probably a lot of you have heard this before. If you've heard it, it doesn't mean that you can say it back. This is something that I've learned pretty early when I was learning to be a trainer. So I'm like, I know this stuff. And then when I've tried to deliver it, no words would come out of my mouth in a way that would actually make sense into the space. If you've heard this before, keep paying attention to what's, you know, the process, but you can also split your attention and pay attention to the words that I'm using and the tone that I'm using and the force and the anger that I'm using and the fear and the sadness and also the joy that I'm using. As a way of all of that is about the space. It's about how to navigate this space. <clears throat> Great. You have your physical center in between at the point of balance in your physical body. You have also an energetic center that moves. Your physical center does not move. Your energetic center can move. We have learned to give our center away to the quote unquote authority in the space. Teachers, our parents, our bosses, our, our partner, whether it's a male partner or a female partner, our children, our dog, our kitchen, um, the guy driving in front of us in the car. You cannot hold space if you are not centered, which means that you have your energetic center that you, with your attention, with your attention, you notice where your energetic center is. You can point to it with a finger, like, is it in your head? Is it with me because my, I'm speaking and my voice, you give your center away to my voice. Is it in the future? It is, is it, God, what is my partner going to think if I'm doing this training? Whatever. Wherever it is, put your attention on it, and then you grab it with your intention. All of this is energetic. This is all energetic work. With your intention, it's not your imagination, and you bring it to, onto your physical center. This is an energetic move. We are so unaccustomed to the energetic world. It's the patriarchy lives, modern culture and the patriarchy lives at the level of physical world. And it bears, basically cannot even be responsible for the physical world. So then we are, you know, we are gaining competency and responsibility in our emotional domain through rage club, fear clubs, and, and also at the level of the energetic. What, what is happening at the level of energetic? Great, you can put your hands where your physical center is and now where, you, where your energetic center is. And I'm gonna shut up for a while because this is an experiential distinction to be centered. You can just breathe there. to feel your body from inside. You're not looking at your body. You're not looking at your center. This is a way of aligning your five bodies. Great. From there, you have an energetic tool that is called a clicker. It happened with your fingers. Can you all use your clicker? 
just for no reason. Great. And you're going to declare this grounding cord between your center and the center of Gaia, which is about five centimeters across and flexible at the count of three with a click, with your clicker. It's not imaginary. It is a declaration. It is, it is so. There is a grounding cord between my center and the center of the earth. One, two, three. And just feel this, there's a pull. There's a, there's a tension now between your center and the center of Gaia. She is pulling you, like supporting you. And at the count of three, please tell me the color of your grounding cord. One, two, three, burgundy. Green. Violet. Thank you. Please click your clicker one more time and declare your personal bubble of space that goes all around you. One, two, three. Make sure it's all between behind your back, your feet are in it, your head, and it's all closed. <sighs> if you notice that there's a hole in your um, personal bubble of space, this is an, also another emotional healing process that you can do to fill in the holes and figure out why you've put it that way in the first place and make a new decision. <sighs> Many emotional healing processes that we need to do. This is first position of a space holder, meaning if you don't have that, you have nothing. Center grounding cord bubble, hello, I am here. This is my space, I'm grounded to Gaia. And then now I can declare this bigger space that is not your personal bubble of space. It can, you know, it will include also that, but it's actually bigger. The way to declare an energetic space consciously is to use your clicker and probably you're in a sort of square or rectangular space. You're gonna declare a, a, um, a point on each of the eight points of the space. Okay, there's eight <sighs> corners of the space and you're gonna use your clicker eight times and declare a point on each of the eight corners of the square or rectangular space and you do it now. <clears throat> Low corner. The moment you do that, all the points are already connected and their surfaces between the points are, are filled. It's like surfaced. And there it is. This is your space. Four walls like quote unquote energetic walls, an energetic ceiling and an energetic floor. Can anybody sense a difference? And if you just raise your hand, don't open your eyes, just raise your hand if you can feel a difference after declaring all eight points. Okay, this is called declaring a space. It is your space. I would ask you to click your clicker one more time and declare a grounding cord that's about maybe 15 to 20 centimeter across, also flexible. Often it is just black. It is from the bottom of the space to the uh, center of Gaia. Declare the grounding cord of the space. Right, we're gonna practice this by, by one clicker, after you 
you practice this eight by one clicker, you can just vanish the space. You just vanish the eight points in one click, just vanish it completely. Can you feel the difference? Raise your hand if you can feel the difference when you vanish the space. Okay. And again, with one click, you're going to declare all eight points at in one time and the surfaces will just be connected all at once. One, two, three. And the grounding cord. Great. Pretty cool, hey? I'm saying this because it is not because we're not aware of energetics that they don't have an effect on us. Meaning you've been traveling in all these spaces for your entire life and probably you didn't know about it. Like, oh, that makes me so pissed off that I didn't know about it. And that, that I missed so much power. I like lacked so much power to be able to navigate the space, like have what I want to have what I want. We're going to take a little journey in terms of space holding. The first journey is you're going to keep your, your clicker. We're going to be using it quite a bit. And you're going to shrink the space just around your personal bubble of space. Okay, not inside, just outside your personal bubble of space. So shrink the space. And it's, you can, for me, it's like they're golden. The, the cube, the golden work, the golden cube of space around me is golden. So now I have a golden energetic space that I've declared that is just around me. Now I'm making it big again to the size of the room. And do the same, make it to the size of the room. Okay. Making it small again, like, sorry, not small. Let me find the words. Making it just around your personal bubble of space. Using your clicker and to the size of a room. Making it a little bigger, great. Now you're gonna extend the space that you are holding to include your whole house or the whole apartment building that you're in. At the count of three, you extend the space that you're holding to the whole apartment building or house that you're holding. One, two, three. Notice what is happening in you. Notice what you can sense. Can you sense, maybe you can sense what other people in the apartment building are feeling or their, their purpose. Notice the difference between holding just the room that you were in where you're probably alone and this whole apartment building with other people, other, other doors, other couch, other food, you're holding space for food, for beauty products, for the bricks. You're holding space for the whole thing. The count of three, you're gonna extend the space that you're holding that you're holding for your whole village or the whole city that you live in. One, two, three. Keep breathing. Mm. 
make sure that you still have your grounding cord and your personal bubble of space. This is called splitting attention. If you lose the eight points and this, the cube of energetic space that you're holding, you come back to yourself and you declare it again at whatever level that we are in. Right now is the holding space for the whole city or village that you are in. That means every plant, every grass that grows, every animal, cat and dogs and goats and chickens and birds and tree and insects and children. You're holding space for all of them. the count of three, we expand the space that we're holding over the whole country that we live in or region, like some kind of a big region or country. The count of three. One, two, three. This is not imaginary. You're not imagining your country. You're holding space for each person, each child, each couple, each living being. And, you know, like that it's moving or like inanimate or not an inanimate. Take a deep breath. Now you're gonna extend the space that you're holding to the entire planet Earth. You're holding space for the entire planet Earth and your works like your golden cube, your golden energetic space, your, de your declared energetic space will go all around planet Earth at the count of three. One, two, three. You're holding space for every creature in the ocean, for every piece of plastic that is there. You're holding space for the Amazonian forest burning. You're also holding space for child, children being born, people dying. Every animal, every plant, every drop of water, every cloud, you're holding space for it. Holding space means that you're responsible on a new map of responsibility.
We're going to expand the space that we're holding to entire solar system, our solar system. At the count of three, you're doing great. Just keep breathing, keep feeling. The count of three, we expand the space that we're holding for our entire solar system. One, two, three. For the creatures that are living on this other planet. For every rock, every world of wind, every explosion in the sun, we hold space for it. You hold space for it. You are still here. You are still sitting in your chair, having a strong grounding cord to Gaia, you are still here. You need to split your attention between yourself and the space that you're holding that now is now the whole solar system. We're gonna expand another time. And this time we hold space for our entire galaxy the Milky Way, the entire galaxy, and the billions of planets and the millions of stars at the count of three. One, two, three. Try to not figure it out. You don't even need to have an image. There's, it's a sensation. It's an experience in all five bodies. Stay with the experience. Okay, this time we hold space for the whole universe. Our whole universe at the count of three. One, two, three. Whole universe. We can't even conceive, our mind cannot even conceive of it. How many billions of stars and billions and trillions of planets. Okay, one more step. And this time we hold space for all universes. All universes at the count of three. One, two, three.
Okay, you stay there. I'm going to ask somebody who would like to do an experiment to put your hand up. You do an experiment while you're holding space. Okay, Ronja, you're the first. The experiment is that while you are centered, grounded, bubble, holding space for multiple all universes, that you would split your attention and you would tell us a joke. And everybody, please keep your eyes closed and keep also split your attention of space holding. I don't, I can't do that. My box is coming in. Give it a try. Okay, would somebody like to do this experiment? Put your hand up. Shannon, you on. There's a Buddhist monk. He's walking the streets of New York. He sees a man with a cart that sells hot dogs. People are ordering hot dogs with mustard, ketchup, sauerkraut, relish. The Buddhist finally gets to the front of the line and he says to the golf cart owner, make me one with everything. Mm -hmm. I think it's very fitting for what we're doing right now. Okay, how many people did you lose the space holding? Keep your eyes closed, put your hand up if you've lost the space holding of all universes. Okay. Okay, so if you've lost it, just click your clicker back again and you hold this space for all universes. This is called splitting attention. It is a necessary skill, skill for space holding. Split your attention. For example, you would need to be able to split your attention from what's going on with you and what's going on with somebody else in the space and the whole space. Like that would be splitting your attention three ways. Okay, let's go down. The count of three, please hold space for only our universe. One, two, three. Only our universe. Is this still trillions of stars, trillions of planets, probably with life forms on it that we have no idea where they are, what they look like, and we're holding space for them. We're taking responsibility for them. Shrink down one more time, and this time we're holding space. You're holding space just for the Milky Way, our galaxy. One, two, three. It almost feels small compared to multiple universes. 
Okay, we go down and this time we hold, we hold space for our solar system, just our solar system. One, two, three. Okay, and at the, at the count of three, you hold space just for Earth, planet Earth. One, two, three. Oh. Oh. Go down one, one level, and this time you're holding space only for the region or the country that you're in. One, two, three. You're still holding space for every living being, non-living being, rock and flower and petal and seed. <sighs> Shrink down to your, the city that you're in. Sorry, at the count of three. One, two, three. Just the city that you're in. Every person, every hair on that person. Every food that being that is being served. Every argument that is being had. Now you shrink down to your own apartment building or house. One, two, three. Still, there's many, many things, like many dimension of this apartment building. Purposes, people, thoughts, voices, demon, creature. Go down one more to just, sorry, to just our space, just your space, the physical space that you in, you hold the energetic space inside of that physical space. One, two, three. Shrink down all the way to just your personal bubble of space, just around you. This is still a golden energetic space of work. One, two, three. And the next step is to hold space for everybody here. We are not in the same physical space. It doesn't matter. We are in the same energetic space. So we're all gonna hold space for the same energetic space of the Rage Club space holder happening right now. The count of three. One, two, three. Keep your eyes closed. I wanna say a couple more things. It is possible for a space to have more than one space holder. Getting muffled. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Okay, thank you. It is possible for a space, an energetic space, to have more than one space holder if, and this is a big if, if those space holders have the same purpose in the same context, the same context and the same purpose. It is often, really often the case that the, the space is unconscious, the space holder is also unconscious, and that there is context war, there is purpose war in a similar space and you can feel it from this tension. And basically winning happening is not possible when there is conflict of purpose and context in a similar energetic space. 
last part of this process is to call in your bright principles into this Rage Club space holding training space. For that, that would be if when you call them, when you call your bright principles in consciously, that is what is at work. This is what you declare is the purpose of this space. So yes, we have different bright principles and they all serve a similar purpose, which is archetypal love or consciousness or responsibility, however you want to call it. Albright's principles are facets of archetypal love, consciousness, and responsibility. If you have not declared your bright principles, bright principles are such thing as with everyone having a capital in front of, like when they're written down, of love, possibility, initiation, healing, community, family, presence, empowerment, vulnerability, authenticity, all of those are bright principles. You can call whichever one that resonate with you, or you can call something like love, possibility, clarity, you will be in alignment with the space. So uh, if you have not distilled your bright principle. So please call in out loud your bright principle into this space. Empowerment. Love. This was the juice that we needed to take off. I don't know if you could feel it, like this whole... Uh, love coming into the space. Okay, take a deep breath and you can open your eyes. And, and keep holding it. Yeah, keep exactly. holding it. It's like, exactly. I don't know if you guys have ever done this exercise of holding your arms out sideways. And if you do it long enough, you get to this this point where it starts really hurting. but And then you just keep going. Even if your mind tells you that you, you have to drop your arms. And, and after a while, your arms just float there. They just keep staying there. And it's the same with holding energetic spaces. So it's an energetic muscle. And also when your mind tells you that it's that you have to let it go and, and kind of relax it, you can just keep holding it. Keep letting your bright principles flow into the space. And one of so, the emotional energies that you need to keep putting, keeping your attention in all the places that you're holding is anger. So you can use a few percentage of intensity. Maybe in the beginning, you'll have to use a little bit more to keep your attention turned on, to keep you in waking state. It's, you can raise your anger. If you feel like you're, you don't know, you, you lost your attention, raise your anger and go back. Sorry, Tristan, you were going to say something. Yeah. So when you lower your arms, so if everyone would just keep your arms up for now and, and when you lower, so take now the time to lower them and consciously just keep holding the space. Keep using your, your, your muscle to energetically Keep holding the space with all of us in it, the working space.
you can take back your authority to hold every space that you're in. In a way, if you're not holding the space that you're in, then you're a victim. And it will become really clear that if you hold the space and the space, your space or your purpose and your context crashes, that means there is a disalignment with whoever is the other space holder. The thing is, most of you here, you have more matrix clarity substance, like heaviness than most people around you, meaning you have more power and also means you have more responsibility. So basically, if you're not holding space, nobody's holding space and it's a fucking mess. So the practice for this week and for the rest of your life is in short, hold space. The practice is more than one time a day, click those eight points. Click intentionally, consciously, declare the eight points of the energetic space that you're in if you, you can and call in your bright principle. And then and that is a, the energetic declaration saying, I am holding this space. Do it when you're alone. Do it when you're online. Do it when you're with other people. I don't know, somehow you have put yourself a reminder like a hairband or an alarm on your phone, especially when you're gonna be with other people, it's so easy to fall asleep. Our gremlin are so good at putting us asleep and stop holding space. And then it, the default, the thing that the default space is ordinary, the default space is modern culture, is low drama, it is gremlin food. Who, if you're not holding the space, who, you know, who will? That's, that is one of the practice for the upcoming week and forever and ever to offer. Okay, thank you for this. I mean, I just wanna say really thank you for this journey. I love, I love taking this journey. I don't do it really often enough. And it's just, it just fills my heart to realize that I can be, I can be responsible. I can choose to be responsible for multiple universes that I don't even know. I can't even be sure in my mind exists, but I can definitely hold space for them. And it makes, it makes me like, in a way I am so small compared to that and I can hold space for it. And that is damn cool. So. Vera yeah. The next exercise that we're going to be practicing, it's going to be in groups of three. You are going, there's going to be uh, two coaches and one um, possibility, like space holder. With the space holder, you are going to notice the different spaces, the different sizes of spaces that you're holding. So having one for this whole call, the one in your breakout room, the one that you're holding space just for yourself. And you are going to, as you're holding space, you're going to notice the quality of the space, the tempo, the speed, the texture in your five bodies. And you're going to, this is also a really great skill for space holders. You're gonna articulate, you're gonna speak from the experiential reality. Okay, so you're going to, 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 to tell us how it looks like for you. 
how it looks like the, the space, each of the space that you're holding. And the two coaches, your job is to, to give feedback and coaching so that if you notice that the space holder is making a story about what it means, they're not an experiential reality. So to go back to what are the sensations on your physical body? What, what, is, the, what is in the energetic body? What is the speed, the perception of speed that you, that you perceive? What is, um, what is happening in your emotional body? So you, you navigate, you help the space holder navigate back into experiential reality by giving them feedback and coaching. And each person will have about six, seven minutes and uh, we do um, two minutes, like six, six minutes, and we do two minutes of feedback to the coaches. So that also the coaches, you need to also develop the skill of giving clear and uh, helpful feedback and coach. Okay. So every time the coaches, we do breakout rooms, the coaches are going to also have feedback. So this is going to be six minutes per person, two minutes for feedback to the coaches, and then we, uh, you're going to rotate uh, roles. Another person's going to be a space holder. Any questions? Yes. Just a question. Who gives feedback to the coaches? Uh, the space, space holder, holder and the other coach? The, the space holder will give feedback to both coaches. Okay. And the feedback is basically how can you give me better? I, I need this kind of coaching. Give me, I, I need, it's like about you receiving better, better coaching. So say what you want, say what you need in terms of coaching for you to be able to do, uh, have this experience more profoundly. Uh, I have a request. Um, excuse me. Uh, Vera, could you please explain it one more time? I just kind of lost my track. Uh, <laughs> me too. I didn't get it. What, yes. what is the exercise? You notice how you've just experimented with the clearing space of different different scale of spaces. You are going to declare and notice the different spaces. So the space that you're holding for yourself, the space that you're holding for this call, and the space that you can declare on your break breakout room. These, these are three distinct spaces. And you are going to be in the experiential reality, meaning you are going to, you are going to feel how it is. What, what is the speed? What is the direction? What is the texture? Vera, I have a and you're going to tell them. Can you mm -hmm. just demonstrate? Just do it. Just do it right okay. now. The space of this of this apartment has a. There is a electricity and a certain kind of uh, like a, a vacuum, like a, an energy, um, like a, there's electricity happening and a, a void being created. And it has a direction towards, it has a direction towards outside, like to expansion, coming out of this vacuum. And there's fear. There's a, there's a lot of fear in the whole space of the apartment. 
Great. And the tempo is slow. Okay. Can you no can you notice the way Vera was speaking? Was she was speaking from an experience of the space? She was describing the experience of the space and the space holding. So you ha you'll have to drop from an experience, then not an understanding of what the space is. Yeah. Great. Uh, in the count of how many we are, uh, Vera and Tristan, you would be in. Is that, is that okay for this time or? Yes. Yes. Okay. Wait, sorry. Will we manage our time by ourselves? No, I'll, I'll be, I'll be around. I'm sorry, I'm just. Here we go. Hello, Dory, can you hear me? Hello? Yeah. 
Yes. Okay. <clears throat> How are we going to do this? The can you hear me, Dory? Hello. And it feels narrow. It feels, I feel shrinked in the space. I'm scared of being too small. Do you have any sensations in your bodies? Yes, there's, I'm like this. I don't know what's what, in German. It's sitter and like shudder, like shaking, shaking, shaking. Sensation of shaking and the sensation that my body just wants to make itself bigger because spacing so small. So do so do that. Like follow what your body wants and then do that and tell us how it is. Mm -hmm. So the the space is like now and now. And now it changes. It's like in constant movement. Mm -hmm. So f instead of having it fixed as an experience, just let the experience unfold and tell us how that is. Now it's expanding. Can you say what, how, how did you make it like that? What happened? Just, it was just my intention. It was like, felt too small and my body just needed more space. So I just made it bigger. How? declaring it what was the sentence like how did what did you declare no i'm not sure if it's just imagination no i'm scared that it's not bigger it just feels bigger how does it feel in your body right now I feel like I have space. Hmm. My body feels relaxed. And now? The room is just outside the bubble of my personal space. It's like they're touching each other. Mm -hmm. And how's the quality of the touch? Soft. Hmm. Like they're 
one like they're merging together. Okay, Yuli, you can come to an end. And when you're ready, please give, a, give us feedback and coaching about our feedback and coaching. When you, Daniel, said, go into your body and just notice how the, what your body is doing. I noticed how small I felt and I noticed that the space was not big enough. And this way I could like extend the space somehow. And yeah, when you and Chloe asked, how did you extend the space? And I wasn't sure, like then I, I was doubting if I did this or it was just imagination. So it was helpful for me to have this question, but then another feedback would, would have been helpful, like, like, how can I distinguish if I just imagined or if I really extended the space? Like, what's the, what's the distinction there? Mm. And... Yes, yeah, so last thing for both of you, I was just declaring one space and I kind of lost the time and I would have needed some coaching, like, okay, come to an end with the space, declare another space. Cause it would have been interesting like to declare a space, for example, for this breakout room. Cool, thank you. Thank you. So then I go. Yeah, that's okay. Hmm, declaring grounding court, centering, bubble of space. And I'm feeling into declaring the space here in my room. And it feels like also, hmm, how to say, like it's too small for me, or it feels like in the body it feels like a little not tension but but shrink to shrinky somehow Did you eight points ah that is the eight points and now it feels more solid or i have a sensation here in my eye area of like being connected to these eight points as I have like activation in my eyes or around my eyes in my body I feel and I feel nervousness or some 
pulsation or fastness. And I feel like, like it goes as a, like I could sense it all around like 360 degree at the same time. Like what is going in behind me and in front and everywhere. And it has a, it, it has like a movement of, of the tension is going in a circle around. Can you share, you, for me, it's a go for the experience of the space and that you can really, with clarity, describe it. What about your experience, your experience of space holding in that particular space? Uh, it feels like from, from now, from a, I try from a point of space holding, like in the middle of this space, sitting here and being being like the center of this and connected like small dots and small lines to all around. What are they, inf are they informing you of anything? I didn't are they inform are, are they informing you of anything? Like what is the purpose of those lines yeah. and dots? like something would talk to me from the left like small like soft voices and I see in a way images as well on my visuals can you tell us what what that is because that's your whole it, yeah it goes from the left it's quite strong and it's like um, small faces like in cartoons or something and being around in the left corner left up there corner coming from there and I also feel in my body like a pull or a push from this left side left up also in the back coming towards me Can you, can you go ahead, Julie? Can you distinguish if it's bright or shadow creatures? Bright or shadow? Yes. Mean? Yes. If they want mm. to inform you, or if they want to steal the space from you. Mm -hmm. hmm. Bright, but it's it's uncertain. It's like hmm. I cannot distinguish. No. Daniel, so the next step of the experiment is do this with your eyes open. Ah, okay. Split your attention, eyes mm -hmm. open, also connection with us. And how, how is that space holding different? It gives, the, as it gets less intensive and gives more, hmm, also recognizing you, like being here and not going into like imagining 
or seeing or spacing out in a way, but being here and feeling, still having this left corner up there is like a strong something or strong sensation up there in a way. But it's now more, feels more now in the center of being here, like being here now in the body and also like sitting here and not so much what is going around as information or something coming and being processed. And on the physical level, I feel like a, a tension or not, not tension is the wrong word, druck, um, pressure. Pressure. The yeah. Pressure in the chest area in a way. My, before before you give us coaching, my coaching is, you you I mean you you know you're a body worker. That's my assumption. So your embodiment of your body is, you know your clarity about your body works is like tuned in, and it's and then I'm missing the, um like the purpose of it. Like how how do you move with it and 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 use it and in in the connection with us in the space and in this space it goes, it's like now and now and now, and all of those are like information and moves and energy and, and um, how do you move in the space with it or the space with them? Yeah, because all of those seems information for that. I don't need an answer. I just, that was sort of what I was missing. Okay, I'm listening. Thank you. Yeah, I felt lost at some points. I, I had, I don't, in a way, the, the, the wish or would, would help me to, yes, yeah, so it helped me from Anne-Chloe to open your eyes or like come out. I felt lost in this. I had a feeling of imagining or too many information. I don't know what to do with it. And I felt somehow lost in, in this space in a way. And I, I would have uh, wished for, for more coaching from your side. So, okay, bring me hate what is here now and like what you said to me right now in the end and Chloe mm. like I would have wished to have this in the in the in the actual phase of of, of feeling into this and sensation because I felt it felt some drown like that like drowning in something like being in this bubble or in this water tank of of something and I'm there and I give yes but still drown still drowning there in a way and having you on the side in a way and asking me Looking you drown. Hmm? Looking at you drowning. In a way, standing there and asking me how it is to drown there and how do you feel about how does it feel in the body and how does it is. <laughs> ah, tell me more about it. And still, okay, but you're drowning anyway. So <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, thank, thank you for the, <laughs> the feedback and coaching. Okay, I'm going to shift. Uh, Yule, do you need anything or? Yes. I have a question to your feedback. So you would have needed like something like, okay, open your eyes and just, just some, some, some coaching, like come back to, to present somehow in some way, no? Yes. And this, and what you're going to do with it in a way, like, okay, move or yeah, like what you're going to do with that, with the information, whatever, what you can like get it into the present and, and, Cool. Yes. Thank you. Okay, here we Thank go. You. <clears throat>
the space I'm holding space for this node it's like breakout room and there's um, a wish like a sort of bubbling baby volcano of winning happening and feedback and coaching and 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 like um energy moving and and at the same time there's this there's a heaviness of political correctness or walking on eggs with each other about is is this too much did i hurt somebody's feelings and and somehow i think it has to do with the setup of the exercise that feedback and coaching in describing an experience is like an experience is neutral it or whatever my experience is my experience in you having in, yeah you're making a story out of this room mm -hmm. how do you feel yeah. now okay there now I feel glad or this room has moved when you said that and you use your anger and it was um, like rapid and sort of bringing me back in, in the, in like in the purpose. I sense that it, from what I've said before, this room also has expanded in what can be said or done a little bit, like maybe a few percentage of flexibility and <clears throat> freedom of movement. And, and at the same time, I'm still feeling this underlying like tiredness, like a kind of exhaustion of Our, our energy, like, I, our, our, like the sum of our energy. And How does that feel like for you now? Yeah, it feels like, pe like pedaling in um, mm. like mud. So mm. there's this pedaling into like, uh, like a little kind of sticky, sticky surface. And, and I can feel like I'm, I'm trying to check, oh, am I making a story about it? And so I'm trying to get back into just talking about the experience. How do you feel your body right now? Or what do I do, sensations? Yeah. Relaxed and alert. Like I can, that I'm breathing and at the same time I'm paying attention in every breath of where is this gonna go next? And so, and in a way, then as this is more from a space holding, I'm more on a, like when a cat is going to about to like jump on its prey, but it's not, it's not sure. And so I'm, I'm this relaxed and checking out the space and alert. And I can feel that kind of the alertness also in my, like my nervous system and um, I don't know, my archetypal lineage, like in some kind of energy. Your <clears throat> alertness, what are you doing with it? Can you say it again? What's the purpose of your alertness? 
the purpose is to see when there's a, a possible door to open for me to go through, for us to go through, or when maybe you're going to open a door and for me to, to be able to, to go in and to sense the subtle changes of the space and to also use the subtle changes as uh, the, the wave to roll in and to surf to surf the space. And to it's like, right now. sorry, can you say it again? How's it working right now? Right now it's pretty stable. Like I can feel like I'm still relaxed and still alert and I haven't really jumped on any doors. Like I haven't jumped on um, any opportunity. And so the space then in a way slow down at like breath uh, tempo. And I need to write a message. <laughs> and now I can feel some lightness also coming in the space from my from the my, my multi-dimensional space holding and uh, I appreciate that and that's a, like more of a personal opinion like a personal preference of um anyway it's a story I like it thank you thank you thank you I mean, for me, it was a go. I, I appreciated the bringing, like checking, seeing the story and saying, you're going, you know, you're going into your story world, come back into experience. And also like from Yuli and Danielle, the sensing into the body. And I noticed that I have like antennas that are more torn, turns out outwards. And then I'm, and often, I notice in my space holding how I'm, I'm missing the, what is going on for me and how can I use that um, like moment to moment and be more connected to that and yeah, more split my attention. If I, uh, the thing that I would have wanted more or it was, can I experience other levels of the space or my space holding that I'm not aware of? And how could you, I, I don't know, how could you have both coached me for me to notice like a deeper level or higher level or whatever, or different quality or different dimension of both the space or my space holding that like, I think I have also tracks about what I notice and what are the tracks that I don't notice and coaching about that would have been great. I would have liked that to help me notice, to help, to guide, yeah, to help, like to guide me into noticing, like not you telling me, but to guide me into how can I notice that? <laughs> 
those. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Okay, I'll see you in the main room. So here we are. Everybody, please take a deep breath and notice the change also of the space that you were in mm -hmm. into this bigger space. And for some people, it, it can take a little, for some beings, it can take a little bit of time to adjust to the new texture, the new speed, the new level of energetics and the density. So try to, to notice that shift instead of um, interacting with your mind. Okay? Just allow that shift to happen more consciously. Can I say something about that, Vera? Go ahead. When you're going to hold space and just in these times of Corona, probably it will start by being online, a rage club or another space. And if you do breakout rooms and then bring them back, you know, I could even feel as a space holder, there was this silence and there's this, the attention is on you. Like the attention is on the space holder. What's going to be next? What's the next question? And you will have to hold this attention. Probably fear will come and still you need to give time for the five bodies of the people to come back until you can move, roll the space into the next thing. And this is also what we call timing, which has to do a lot with fear and energetic sense about when it's the time to be silent, when is it time to roll, when is the, the, the space like stretching so much that it, people get bored, um, when are people like getting exhausted, what is it, how do you lift up the energy? This is not so much timing, but you know. anyway, timing is also part of the energetic and we'll get into that, but you can start noticing um, your, your own timing even when you go in breakout rooms, one of you needs to be a space holder. All of you are space holders, but somebody needs to say, who, okay, who's going to go first? Ha-ha. <laughs> so there you go. You have your practice space already in here. Okay. Any, I'd like to hear from you. How was this 
this um, noticing? How, how much did you stretch? Where did you notice that you were, um, how did you notice? How was this for you? I'd like to just hear some jewels from, from that exercise. I can say something, um, just the, the practice or maybe new practice of taking my attention out of my own self and what's going on inside me and putting my attention out and describing and, and the, the, the difficulty of describing energetics with language. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I have an experiment for you. Are you really willing to listen? Like yeah. we'll hear it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, I have two experiments now. Keeps coming. Okay, one of them is I ask you a yes or no question and you said yeah. Okay. And yeah or mm-hmm or sure. What? Sure. Sure. Of course. Those are gremlin answers. Like there's, a, there's just a lack of commitment in a yeah, of course, or sure. So especially like just notice when you ask a yes or no question, when people say sure, of course, what, how does it, what does it do to you? And then notice when, when you're doing it. So one of the experiment was, would be to answer yes or no. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> I will do that. You're practicing. <laughs> Great. Thank you. And the other one is I noticed just from the different times where you shared, you, you often share, you, you say you have a prelude to your sharings. Like I, I can share. And I look at you and I'm like, oh, of course you can share. I know that you can. And it's for me, it's a way that you like, mm, like smooths the space for us to not attack you or like disagree with you or I, I don't know. What, what would you say it is? Well, on Zoom, it's a way to say I'm, I'm going to speak, I think. But I will take your coaching and experiment with not doing that, not making that prelude. Yeah, just speak or say, I'm speaking. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. Cool. Yes, I will do that. Cool. Thank you. I, Thank you. I, I, I will share something. I have this, um, the, the, the point where the grounding cord crosses my personal bubble. I have, a, it feels for me, I have the sensation that there is like an energetic lack and the energy of my bubble is dropping out of because there is a little gap between between those two um, materials, my bubble and the grounding cord, where the grounding cord goes through, and, and the energy is sort of leaking leaking out of that. Is this a, a yes? I want to share that. I mean, my, 
my proposal for you, Martina Rena, is vanish your, your personal bubble of space. You still have your center, your ground and core, just vanish your personal bubble of space. Yeah. And then when you declare it again, like make a, make a suction cup around or make, for me, it just goes straight. It touches the bubble and it, there's no hole. So it's the way that you've declared it. So just declare it and say it, it touches the bubble or there's a, like a, something that's like, stuck it. Like it's just a design, like an energetical design. So I can find the own design that works for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank so if you. you vanish your personal bubble of space, please declare it again and tell us about your design um, mm. either later. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank cool. you. There were, for me, there were two things that came up that I noticed. The first one was a piece of feedback I got was to talk about the spaces, which space am I referring to, whether it's the bigger space or my space or uh, the space in the Zoom call. And when I got that feedback, it just there was more clarity about how big a soup I tend to make when I'm um, trying to talk about a space or be in a space because I, I think I'm all over the place or I'm mixing all the different levels of space. And it was easier after I got that feedback. And the second thing is there was the, one of the spaces is the, the sort of Devon space, what is happening in the Devon space. And this, I'd like to do an emotional healing process on this outside of this call, but I had this selfishness, like it would be selfish to talk about. So I waited till the very end when I had like 20 seconds left to talk about what was happening in my personal space. And it was wildly different than what was happening in the other spaces. But I have some judgment or thing come up, some block around talking about my own space. At least I did today. Thank you. I experienced a lot of uh, fear and confusion in the beginning when it was my turn because I was not entirely sure if I uh, understand the exercise. Uh, even though it was explained second time and I asked for, for it, but somehow I don't know, I don't know what it's, what is it about? Um, and this little bit uh, hold me back maybe to, to really speak from my bones because this fear was kind of present and I was, I don't think I went that deep. Mm, this is one thing. And another thing that I experienced in the group, uh, in myself, and uh, actually I often experience it in the possibility management space, that uh, feedback is given with sharpness. And for some people, maybe sometimes too sharp. My experience is that it works for me when it's spoken from more softly, more... Um, I don't know, um, from heart, from guts. That's my experience. Thank you, Thank you. Jakob. I want to share something that could maybe also support your practice in, uh, in noticing experiential reality uh, that happened in the group where Farida was in. Farida, can I speak about it? Yes. Yeah. So at some point, uh, Farida was, was uh, experiencing and speaking and she went into a little bit of emotional, uh, an emotional reaction. 
And so instead of, so what we did was, okay, then speak about that. How does the sadness feel? How, what is the texture of the sadness or what is the texture of the, the, of the anger right now? What is the speed of the anger? So, so we used the, what, what Farida was experiencing to, to stretch the, 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 to be able to, to be able to articulate the experiential reality of what, where she was at, instead of trying to get her out of it into a, a different exercise. So you can, you can practice where you are, Jakob. So if, you, if, if the whole space is still a bit like, oh, I don't know, and you're having just, just start experiencing your experience and speak from there. That would be my proposal. Thank you. Thank you. Jakub, would you also do the emotional healing process about not understanding an exercise and the fear that follows? Because that probably comes from school and it's, a, it's big. Would you do that emotional healing process? Yes. Thank you. Yeah, and, and on that note, Farida, would you do the emotional healing process about doing it wrong? Thank you. I had the same thing in the beginning. And I want to add in the when when we did it in the big space, it was much more easier for me to go there when I had these eyes on me like coaches. It was like a block, like doing something wrong, yeah. Yeah, so that, that is, that's a, a, a clue for the emotional healing process. Yeah, yeah. having attention, great. Yeah, I have the attention and I, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank Joanna, thank you. I want you. to share. I, I noticed when, when I was there. Uh, David? Just a second, Joanna started sharing. So you oh, can go next, you can go after Sorry. Joanna. Sure. I want to share when I was a space holder, I was feeling my, my space, my own space, very heavy. And there was a feeling or a story, I'm not sure, but I can give this a feeling about this heaviness is, was about the, the last exercise of the space holding for different spaces. And I want to ask some possibilities. How can I, maybe I feel that my being can take so long to shift spaces and to transport things from different spaces. So my, my ask is what can, what, what can I do? being have the capacity to take right angle turns at light speed this is what we're designed for it is called flying it is when we have baggage when we heavy in terms of um, stories or concept or emotions like five body heaviness that would it, it's literally like a plane like the more baggage there is like the the <clears throat> harder it is for the plane to turn into so just check out okay what is what is that heaviness what what is that particular heaviness i, I don't really need a an, like an answer right now but or, because i think it happens in other spaces for you this and 
it is not about like slow is bad and fast is good. It's just we, that it's about having option. And sometimes spaces need to be very slow and there's a, there's a healing in that. And um, having, not having the option of being able to take right angle turns, like 90 degree turns at light speed is a handicap as a space holder. Yeah. And I wanted to add to notice if it's also something to do with some, some people have this thing where not wanting to complete something because there would be sadness. And so if there's a, there's, there's some people who avoid, who stretch things to the last minute. And actually that is a kind of a vampirical uh, um, kind of attitude, like, or a, a kind of a behavior of like trying to suck in as much as possible and drag things out. I, I'm not sure if this is, if I'm speaking to you, Joan, or, or someone else, but it's just check it out. What, what, what happens if you just close the space and move? And this is a, a great practice also just for using conscious anger to, to uh, close spaces as well. So you can practice it like every day in your conversations. So practice being the first one to end a conversation and say, say I'll see you later and then, and then just go. So don't 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 make don't leave tentacles of energy like really shift to your next space go walk to your car or walk to to the next thing you're going to do or start the next conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. David, you're on. If you so, I noticed that, like you know, when I was focusing really on on. Uh... So David, pause. Let's have a do-over. You start with so um yeah. And th those are three mantras that will put you right in your head, and and then we we got we get David is mind and we and not so interested in your mind. Would okay. you shift and start over without the um yeah so. And the prelude. When I focused on on the space around me, I noticed, and it was also directed with me by my coaches, that I, I tend to look here, and I realized that, in retrospective, that it brought me more into the space here because I meshed. When I go into the screen, it's like both spaces mesh together. And when I go and I lift my eyes for a second, it allows me to tune in more into the bigger space. And the, the coaching was that sort of I felt, or my story was that, it, that I was doing it wrong. And at the same time, my feeling was that like, as I felt into it more, I felt like that allows me to feel more the space here and not be focused here on the screen. So I'm looking for more coaching about it. Because I feel even now when I go back to myself, I pull a bit from the screen and that allows me to sense more my own bubble and the bubble of the space, the physical space that I'm in. Thank you. Would you do I, the emotional healing process of doing it wrong, which is similar to Farida? Okay. 
This is such a big thing for us. And there are layers in this story and emo like it's stories and emotion locked together of I am doing it wrong. And there's so many other possibilities of response to coaching than that. But that this, if you have that, then this is where you're stuck. This is where you're stuck. Vera, I know you were going to say something. I sort of want to try something just for the last 10 minutes, sort of a little present wrap up. Um, in pairs, we'll do it in pairs because of the timing. And the pair in pairs would be, you've been together for about two and a half hours. You've spent, you've watched other people's video. You can even actually scan them from nothing, like scan somebody, a stranger and get these information about what are their neck, like what are their jewels uh, their skills they already natural born skills of space holder what are their natural born skills and um that will be about like two and a half minutes it'll be five minutes each and two and a half minutes of what are the the, the gaps like what do you what are the missing piece maybe the next missing pieces let's say three or four missing pieces in how can you improve how can you get your space holding bigger? How can you improve the quality, the presence, the attention? And it's mostly, this will be feedback. And if, if you have experiments, just like kind of slide them in. Um, but it's mostly about feedback. What, what are your skills born, like natural born skills as space holder that you can like strengthen and the, the gaps that are missing. And we'll do two and a half minutes per thing. So five minutes per person, and then we change roles. It's going to go pretty fast. So just when the messages come, just say thank you and shift to the next thing. Well, just for clarity. So I speak about my... No, you get feedback. Just about, just give feedback to the person there. Okay. Yep. Mm. Okay, people, here we go. Uh, Vera, I'm interested in you in. Cool. And Chloe. Hello. Uh, I, I am with Shannon and she yep. is not there. No one's, she's not sitting there. You mean in her chair? She's not sitting in a chair? Yeah, there's no one in the chair. The video's on, but. Okay, would you just go back and like wait for us a second? If she doesn't come back at the end of the first thing, just come back and we'll do it together. Okay. Cool. Uh, how do I go back? <laughs> 
Uh, you click on the breakout room on the on the bottom thing. Got it. Thank you. Shannon, Devin is waiting for you in your room. Yeah, there was nobody there. Okay. That's what he said about you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> can, you, can you send me back? Oh, join break, breakout yeah. room. Okay. Yeah, great.
Here we go. I've already broken, we've already broken the rule. Everybody who's holding space here has broken the rule of time. It's 7.32. I apologize. I will make a little wrap up very fast because I do need you to know that there's going to be three different experiment ch slash challenges for this week. One that we've already mentioned about declaring the eight points regularly as a I don't know, somebody gave me this word of a micro practice. So it, you can do, it takes about five seconds to declare all the eight points in the room. Do it as often as possible as I am holding this space. This is my space. Whether there are people in that space or not, you declare yourself as the space holder for that space. That is one of the practice. And a couple other ones will have to do with video making and your three cell. I want to mention them here. I'm going to speak pretty fast because I do want to end pretty much on time. Tristan, where are you, Tristan? Oh, over here. We'll write them in the chat. So you don't have to memorize them or anything. One of them is to meet with your three cell at some point and watch each of your videos together. And after each <coughs> of the video, you answer the questions that are listed in the space in the Telegram group. There's about five or six questions. And you just answer this question as feedback and coaching, including for yourself, okay? Even when you watch your own video, answer those questions for yourself. So it would take about less than an hour to do that in a three cell. And the third challenge is actually that will be this kind of like arching over our four weeks is each week you'll make a video to see the before and after and proof that if we've done a good job or not, something like that. <laughs> so the challenge for this week's video, it always has to do with using conscious anger and higher intensity than even, you know, I'm using about 55% of anger to talk to you. Most of you were not even using that much anger to make your video. So it will be about using high intensity anger. And this, this video, with, it would include, you would do it after a meeting with your free cell because it would include the feedback and coaching of your free cell about what are you so pissed off about that you would get out there and be a space holder for transformation. Like this kind of a job where you are vulnerable. You are at the edge. People can attack you. You're, visi you know, you're, you're visible. You're, um, people have their attention on you. Like, why on earth would you choose to do that? I think it's because you're pissed off about something. So what are you pissed off enough about something that you would put yourself out there to be a space holder for transformation or healing or possibility or one of your bright principle? And that's the third challenge. Okay, any last words, Vera, Tristan? Thank you. That's it. Go well. See you next week. I would say welcome between. to boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> and so it begins. And so it begins. <laughs> okay, see you next okay. week. See you in the Telegram group. We are also available. 
And we're sticking around with Vera interest in a couple minutes, 10 minutes for anything else. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. So, and Chloe, <laughs> or... <laughs> question. I did wait. not see. Wait a second. Phyllis. Yes. Go ahead. I did not see. I, I looked, I, I scanned through all the messages. I did not see where the three cells are where our, cell, our individual cells are. Was it posted? I'm pretty, I, I'll post them again. Yes. I'll, I'll post them again. Wait. Those, I, I am with your conscious anger a little bit more. It is there. Say that again. Phyllis, you might need to use your conscious anger to pay attention because it is there. It is there. Okay. And it's in the beginning, right in the beginning. If, if somebody for three cell wasn't on this call, yes. they're still uh, in this uh, training or like it's going to change? Yes, good question. We'll let you know. Basically, we'll be in contact with those people about what is this about and then we'll basically decide so if the free sale gets to change around i'll just repost the whole thing okay thank you okay so uh i'll wait until we hear from you because i won't create a a group if it's not great. solid yet yeah okay yeah, thank, thank you. you that's a great question thank you i had another question about i saw the um, I think it's my fear is my fear about um, the fear of missing out that today was a lot of information and I saw the recording, you recorded the, the meeting. So what do you do with the recording? What, what is it for? And will you share it with us so that because we learn better when we listen twice to something? So this was my question. What do you do with the recording? Yes, we have a platform that is reserved for the possibility management trainer um group and i post the rage club space holder the recordings on there and then basically when you get the link you also get access to the other podcasts which are fabulous so it will be shared and then you get um, other recordings from other calls which i recommend to listen also great thank you i have a question about using uh, the anger in this um creation with um in a funny way my my box is kind of uh, you know uh, rejecting that polish yeah. your box is polish does that mean you have a serious box mm. okay sorry okay. i interrupted you what mm -hmm. what would you want what did you want to say Jacob. Oh, uh, me. Uh, yeah, I mean that that that's it. Maybe, maybe I don't see the I don't see the point of it in my bright rules. Maybe why I use anger. What is the uh, like? What is the um, this golden you know rule that 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 comes from the from the center? I mean, I just don't see the point to 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 use anger in that way. In, in and I like 
I, I don't understand it. Great. And maybe it's maybe it's about seriousness, you know, because I want to do serious things that make a change and stuff and uh, just just mean something, you know. But yeah. So, but I'm open to kind of what's your approach. I'm gonna say goodbye here, and I've got my next call to go to. So have fun with the men. Bye. Bye. I don't have an approach. My purpose is to experiment or the, and also the proposal, like the purpose of the proposal is to experiment. So as to build matrix on the edge of your box, that's basically the only thing that will make us evolve in reflexive. We reflexively evolve from building matrix. You cannot force evolution. You cannot push evolution. It only happens because you have more like net. You have more net to catch consciousness. And the experiments that build matrix only happen at the edge of your box. We, all of us have very different edges. It seems like you found one of them. Does that help? My box is still questioning because it's uh, my box is telling so I'm going to the edge so maybe I'm going to make a joke so I'm going to start to use my gremlin instead of using my clear anger. And this okay. is what uh, also uh, what makes me questioning that. Well, there's a feeling behind the questioning. Hmm. What's the feeling when you say I'm questioning this? I think it's fear. It's fear. Feels like that to me too. So can you, can you say what the fear is about? Fear is about using, losing the, the point, losing the connection and just, um, Just, just make jokes. Mm -hmm. Just fill the space with jokes yeah. that doesn't yeah. bring to anywhere. Uh, doesn't change anything. Yeah. There is space for jokes. There is space for not jokes. And this fear is about this. These jokes gonna just take over. Thank you. I like. I agree with you. You know, in a lot of ways, I agree with you. And there seems to be a like a fanaticism, like a like a hardness in that in that opinion for you, like of a no no way. This is not a this is not a fun like this is not a joke space. Otherwise, otherwise we lose the point and we lose connection. Which a lot of people I use their gremlin to do that. Oh, it's just a joke. And then the intimacy is gone and the authenticity is gone and the vulnerability, there's the space is not safe enough for that. I, so, I mean, my question is, is that something that you've experienced in yourself? Is that something that you've worked on with yourself or with seen people around you use that strategy? 
Well, it's something I experienced uh, watching the videos. I was questioning if this is gonna be a real rage club or if we're gonna start to make a jokes and uh, videos that are not really just uh, kind of uh, real, but like just, um, I don't want to bring examples here, but they're they're kind of plain, you know? Mm, yeah, so it's a question about fine line. Where is the play and where is the actual thing? This is something that yeah I want to I don't know if there is a space to 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 dig into it uh, now but it's just something I want to bring and question maybe no. thank you Jakob I have something that I'd like to say about that which is there there might be so for some people there might be an an edge and of of using of of they need to learn that distinction and not as a rule but as a distinction of how much was, was there any gremlin there involved or not? So this is a, this to, this is a space of radical responsibility. It is not a space of unconscious gremlin and it's also a practice space. So if, if you can hold this, cause what I see is that you, you're, it's, it's important to you, the integrity and the authenticity of, of rage work that you don't want people to perform or to fake it because that's not real, that's not what you're interested. And so what I'm asking is, is to keep holding this integrity. And, and if, something, if, if something does happen, it does not need to hook you out of, uh, out of connection with that person. It doesn't need to hook you out of connection with this training. And you can take it as a, um, an invitation for, okay, what does the, the people need to learn? How, how can you call in again the integrity? As a spaceholder, you'll need to call in the integrity of the space in a way that also works for the space and for the people in. So as, as Anne-Chloe was saying, it is a question to carry with you and to, and to keep notice of a place of practice. But the way that you shared, it seemed like you have an emotion about it. And so and let, and until this emotion is kind of cleared a bit, if something happens in the space, then you might lose connection. So to first work with that and then keep the integrity alive because it's really important for you. It's really important for me too. Does that make sense for you? Yeah, a lot, a lot. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, it really landed. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So what came up for me is when when Vera entered our space, it changed energetically. It was it was really interesting to feel the, the change in the energy. Shannon, and which space are you talking about? Our breakout room. And and then Farida started to go into something, and what came up for me was to invite stillness in. And I got the note from Vera to allow the movement. And then after Vera left, the, the feedback that I got from Farida was that the, the note, the, 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 um, the invitation to, to connect to the stillness served her. And so because it felt contradictory, I wanted to explore that. Yeah. 
yay, hmm. go, go explore that. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask Farida, like what, what, what came up for you? For me, it was fine space. I don't know who said what said, it was fine space to, to, to do my work. I couldn't even figure out who was telling what. Um, yeah, for me, I, I could go into this emotional thing. And in the end, it changed. I had the space. I, I could open my space because I could um, feel what is there, let it be there, and then it opened up again. Yeah. Yeah, and stillness was a good key for me. It was a good word for me because it came directly in my heart. What was the experience of stillness? When you say it came directly into your heart, can you go back? Yeah, it was... Um, I don't have to do it the way people tell me to do it. I can find my own... I can be still. I, I, or I can trust the stillness in me. I don't have to be rush, rush, hurry. Yeah, trust myself. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. In this last minute, anyone else has a question or a sharing? I have a quick sharing about uh my breakout room because I noticed that at some point I was giving my my authority or my center to Anne Chloe when we were both coaching because I saw that like the third person was kind of like getting lost in some kind of space like some kind of creatures around him and I was waiting for Anne Chloe to say that I was it was kind of like well I think she notices and if she doesn't say anything then it's fine and I just just noticed that and um yeah and I'm angry about it I'm like okay like okay I'm angry about giving my authority away like my sender away and yeah yeah and now I'm glad that I'm angry it's like okay yeah next step <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Thank you, Yuli. It, it, I've done that a lot with all the trainers and I've, it, it took me a while. It really took me a long time to get pissed off enough to start speaking. So I'm glad, I'm glad that you're angry. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Vera, actually, can you stick around? I can. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.